0: Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long with your host Calvin Wright. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Profit Podcast. Today we've got my wide receiver rankings. I'm going to be going through them number one through 18, those wide receivers. I'm not going to go extremely in-depth into every single stat about every single wide receiver. I'm just going to give you my list and explain the reasoning, the rationale behind it. Um, So I want to quickly address a player. Julio Jones does not appear in this video. Which, which means we need to talk about that because this is my top 18 wide receivers and Julio Jones isn't here. And I, I made a video on TikTok a bit ago talking about how I'm not high on Julio Jones at all this year. And I got a lot of hate Um, people telling me to delete my page, people saying that I was on drugs when I made that. And I want to explain the reasoning behind my, uh, my aversion to Julio Jones this year. Because it's not because I think Julio Jones is a bad player. I don't. He's been in the league long enough, and he's produced elite numbers that we know he's one of, if not the best wide receivers in the game. And I know he's 32 years old, coming off an injury-riddled season. Is that reason enough to bump him down all the way out of my top 18? No, it's not. In fact, before he was traded to the Titans, I had him ranked inside the top 12. I didn't have him top five because... He's 32, coming off an injury-riddled season, and he has pretty high chance of injury. Uh, But when he got traded to the Titans, he took a massive dive, in my opinion. And I want to just explain why exactly uh, without just saying, oh, the Titans aren't as pass-heavy. I want to give you some numbers behind that reasoning. Pass attempts per game. The Atlanta Falcons ranked fourth last year with 30 9.2 9.2 pass attempts per game. The Tennessee Titans rank 30th with 30.1 pass attempts per game. Nine more pass attempts for Matt Ryan per game than Ryan Tannehill. That is a big difference. That is, you know, supporting another wide receiver or a Titan. That is a massive difference in pass attempts. So already, Julio Jones takes a massive knock in value. I mean, if A.J. Brown were on the Falcons. He'd be my number one wide receiver, which is why Calvin Ridley is ranked very highly in this. But also, uh, the passing yards per game, there's a big difference too. Falcons ranked 272 in 2020, which was fifth, and 294 in 2019, which was uh, fifth as well. They've been consistently a top five passing offense in both uh, attempts and yards. The Tennessee Titans, they ranked a bit lower. They ranked 23rd with 224. Once again, a big difference. And mind you, that's 2020 when the Titans' defense was significantly worse and they had to pass more than I think they wanted to. But I also want to throw in this this final little stat. Julio Jones has struggled in the red zone. We've seen it his whole career, and you can place blame on Matt Matt Ryan or the coaches or Julio, whatever you want, but that is a fact. Julio Jones hasn't been a great red zone wide receiver his whole career, basically. Rushing touchdowns per game, Tennessee ranked second, and they ranked second the year before that, and they have shown time and time again when they're on the three-yard line, they run it with Derrick Henry, which is a no-brainer. That's what they should do. They're not Pete Carroll. They know how to run a goal line offense. But if we're taking this wide receiver, who has never been a a massive red zone target, despite being massive, and then throw him onto this offense that already doesn't pass as much as his former team, and that already runs the ball a lot more, especially near the goal line, and then we say you're going to be the wide receiver too, which I believe Last year he was the wide receiver too, behind Calvin Ridley, even when he was healthy. There's no path for him being top 12, no path for it. And throw in the fact that I expect him to miss about three to four games with entry, and he's out of the top 18. And it's it's kind of sad seeing rankings with Julio Jones out of there. But I'm not alone. Fantasy footballers have him ranked pretty low. I think he's their consensus wide receiver 17. Walter Footballs got him 23rd. Uh, Pro Football Focus had him ranked, I think, 30th, which that that's a little far, in my opinion. I have ranked as a low-end wide receiver to uh, 19 to 23 range is where I've got him. But that is my reasoning for Julio Jones falling out of the top 18 at the wide receiver positioning. I just wanted to clarify, give you some rationale and some logic for that decision. And even if it turns out incorrect, and he's the number one wide receiver, and you come back to this video to drop a comment about how stupid I am, you'll be like, okay, I get where he's coming from. That's that's the goal with what I was doing. So my number one wide receiver into the rankings for 2021 fantasy football, and these are based on PPR uh, scoring formats, but it doesn't change too much uh, for standard. My number one wide receiver is Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is one of the best wide receivers in the game, and then he also has the best quarterback in the NFL. But those two together, um, yeah, it's really a no-brainer for me. The Chiefs, they throw the ball, ball a lot. They'll probably throw the ball a lot again. They throw for a lot of yards each game. And if, if you look at like the consensus top five wide receivers, you know, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. Tyreek Hill has by far the best quarterback out of any of those. Devontae Adams is going to have Jordan Love on a team that wants to run the ball a lot more. Not my favorite. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, great. Love it. Not as good as Patrick Mahomes. DeAndre Hopkins, he's got Kyler Murray, not as good as, uh, not quite as good as Tyreek Hill. Calvin Ridley, he 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 pushes it, but I think Hill is still a better wide receiver. And Patrick Mahomes is a lot better than Matt Ryan right now. So that is why Tyreek Hill is my number one wide receiver for fantasy football this year. Number two is Stefan Diggs. He he fits the bill. He's I, he's great. We saw that last year. We saw that in Minnesota. Last year, he finally was the bona fide wide receiver one star player on his team, and he capitalized. And Josh Allen, while he isn't as good as Patrick Mahomes, he's made a lot of strives towards improving his play, especially throwing the ball deep. He's gotten a lot more accurate, and this team still isn't going to be able to run the ball that much. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, fine little one-two punch, but it's not going to be a prolific backfield uh, probably ever with those two guys. They just just aren't amazing, I don't think. So Stefan Diggs comes in as the number two wide receiver, which he finished last year as the number three wide receiver, 1,500 yards, eight touchdowns, great season. Don't see a reason why he won't be able to produce similarly this year. Number three DeAndre Hopkins. It was an up and down year for Hopkins on the Cardinals, but he still ended up uh, being a very good fantasy asset, ranked as the fourth wide receiver with 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. I do expect the touchdowns to go up. The yards possibly decline a little bit as they brought in uh, some more more weapons. And Kyler Murray, though, I think he's going to take a massive step. He's actually my number one fantasy quarterback. And the number one fantasy quarterback, his, his number one wide receiver is always going to be good. So DeAndre Hopkins ranks in as my number three wide receiver. Number four, this might surprise a few people, but Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is my number four wide receiver. Look, he was phenomenal when Julio Jones was out. He was the number three wide receiver when Julio Jones was out. Now, um, uh, uh, Kyle Pitts will eat into that workload a lot. We can't just say, ah, he had, you know, 90 or 143 receptions last year. Take away Julio. Who's going to have 200 receptions? No, we can't quite do that because Kyle Pitts is there. Russell Gage at the end of last season was starting to evolve into a legit weapon. But still, 143 targets for 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns remove Julio from the equation. It's still a pitiful defense. Uh, No way Calvin Ridley doesn't finish top Five. I don't see a path for him not finishing top five, barring injury. Number five, he cracks the list. Justin Jefferson, the, the, the rookie phenom last year for uh, the uh, Vikings, he ranked number seventh, even though he didn't really start for the first two weeks. One of the only wide receivers to have, you know, 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns in a rookie season. He looked phenomenal. And what's really exciting to me is that uh, <laughs> there are a lot of touchdowns that could go his way. There are a lot of touchdowns. Adam Thielen, let me try. I'm trying to find it. He had either 16 touchdowns or 19, or, or 14 touchdowns, still a lot of touchdowns. He, Adam Thielen ranked um, third in touchdowns with only 925 yards. I don't expect that to happen again. So I think, you know, at least five of those touchdowns will go Jefferson's way. So suddenly we're looking at 1,400 yards and, you know, 13 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns. That's going to be a great season. And he's not really a value right now. He's being drafted very early uh, because his path to success is very obvious and he's shown us a lot. But I do think he tops, the, cracks the top five. Now we've got a name that you've probably all been waiting for. Devontae Adams. Uh, He's number six for me. This feels weird. He finished as the wide receiver one last year with 1,300 yards and 18 touchdowns. One of the most dominant players, you know. He was just great. Um, So why is he ranked sixth behind so many other guys? Uh, Because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be in Green Bay. At least I don't think. If Rodgers does come back, he will probably be ranked as my wide receiver two right behind Tyree Kill. But with Jordan Love, I I, I, I don't see him finishing top five when there are already so many more talented and uh, wide receivers with good quarterbacks. I just don't have the confidence to draft Devontae Adams high if it's Jordan Love. Uh, do we think that Jordan Love provides Devontae Adams 18 touchdowns? No. Even if Jordan Love is good, he's not going to be throwing the ball too much. We've already seen under the Matt Lafleur era, the Packers run the ball a lot more than they did when it was Mike McCarthy running the offense. So take away uh, Aaron Rodgers and then add in the fact that they re-signed uh, Aaron Jones and drafted last year pretty early uh, A.J. Dillon. This is going to be a run-heavy team. that, And they're going to try to provide a Jordan Love with high-quality targets, so he's more efficient. But he's not going to be throwing the ball a lot. And he's not going to be throwing a lot of touchdowns down on the goal line. They're going to put in A.J. Dillon, and he's going to run it in. So there's no way he provides Devontae Adams a top-five season. I might push him lower if it's confirmed that Rodgers isn't coming back. Right now, I've got him at six because there is still that chance that Aaron Rodgers does return to the Packers. But, uh... I'm not loving Devontae Adams this year if it's Jordan Love. I'm sorry, but I I just can't justify ranking him very high. Number seven is DK Metcalf. DK, we all know him. He's he's one of the most popular players in the league. (coughs) Excuse me, had to sneeze. I think another one's coming. We're going to talk through it. DK Metcalf ranked as the number six wide receiver last year. 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. He continues to eat away at Tyler Lockett's role and he's becoming a bona fide wide receiver one. And I'm here for it. He's great. I have no hate towards him. A lot of people on TikTok like think I dislike DK because I liked Terry McLaurin as if it was like some sort of competition. But I think that he uh, has a great season this year and finishes once again as the wide receiver seven. And his teammate Tyler Lockett, I think finishes quite a bit lower Um, I don't have him exactly statted out yet, but DK Metcalf, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. Don't see any reason why he can't replicate that, and I see a lot of reason for him to produce even better numbers this year. Number eight, Allen Robinson. This one is is weird for me. Um, It's hard for me to exactly figure out how to rank Allen Robinson because we don't really know what's going on with the quarterback position. But I do know last year with terrible quarterback play, he finished as the number nine wide receiver. So I don't see a a reason to think that the quarterback play will be exactly worse this year. Allen Robinson has shown us time and time again that he can produce good numbers with terrible quarterbacks. So with Andy Dalton and eventually, uh, eventually the new, uh, the new rookie quarterback, <laughs> blanking on the name. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Um, I think that a top 10 finish is pretty uh, pretty obvious for Allen Robinson. One of the most dominant players in the game. He just hasn't ever had a good quarterback. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. So he does crack the top 10. And then number nine, this might shock a few people. So buckle up. C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb is my number nine wide receiver. Uh, he's actually someone I would rather draft than uh, Devonte Adams, which feels really weird. But I want to uh, just just explain why I've got C.D. Lamb ranked as high as I do because I'm pretty high on him. Listen, he came close to a thousand yards last season. His his final stat line was um goodness. Let me find it. He finished with 935 yards. And he did that without Dak Prescott as a rookie. Yeah. There we go. Easily 1,300 yards a season. Easily double-digit touchdowns. I don't... Listen, Mike McCarthy throws the ball a whole lot. We saw that for a long time on the Packers. And we saw that at the beginning of the Dallas Cowboys era with Dak Prescott. Mike McCarthy throws the ball. C.D. Lamb is going to be the wide receiver one on this team. I fully believe that. Uh, if you want to know why, look up his touchdown pass against the Vikings. He's going to be elite. This is the breakout year for him. I expect about 90 to 100 receptions, about 1,200 to 1,300 yards, and 9 to 12 touchdowns. That is my vague my, my, uh, projection, which ranks him, when I stat it out, as the number nine wide receiver. I think he's going to have a massive season this year. I think he's going to be the breakout wide receiver. Out of all those sophomore wide receivers, or, or, yeah, sophomore wide receivers, I think CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson are going to be the two that are just flat-out stars. Number 10, wide receiver, A.J. Brown. Took a massive knockdown with the addition of Julio Jones. I mean, I already talked about I'm not expecting prolific numbers from Julio Jones, but when I had A.J. Brown as like a top five wide receiver instead of Justin Jefferson, I was expecting 150 targets, 10 touchdowns. That can't happen with Julio Jones there on still a run-heavy team. So he gets knocked down to the wide receiver 10. Still a wide receiver one, but it's not going to be as prolific. And he will have games where he has, you know, 120 yards and two touchdowns and wins you the week, but they're not going to be every week like I was hoping. Julio Jones does hurt AJ Brown quite a bit. Number eleven. This might scare a few people. Cortland Sutton. I I don't know why people forgot about Cortland Sutton. I was seeing him ranked top twelve last year. He got injured, and now he's just like disappeared from the face of the earth. He he had a breakout year two years ago, and then he tore his ACL. Uh, and now people have just forgotten about him. You know, he put up good numbers with some of the worst quarterback play. And while Drew Locke is pretty bad too, there's a decent chance, a good chance, that Corland Sutton goes into week one with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback or Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. If you've been following these reports, it looks like the Broncos will get a new quarterback and an elite one. So... Obviously, if it's Drew Locke, I would bump Sutton down a bit, but I'm factoring in, in this fact that uh, Rodgers or Sean Watson will possibly be his quarterback, in which case 1,400 yards, 15 touchdowns. He's the wide receiver one for an elite quarterback. I am not ready to say Jerry Judy has uh, surpassed him as the wide receiver one. His hands aren't good enough yet. Uh, so Cortland Sutton, I have him ranked top 12, and I don't see many other people ranking him that high. I'm seeing him ranked like 28th, which just seems disrespectful for what what we thought of him last year before the injury. Terry McLaurin comes in. He cracks the top 12. Uh, I love Terry McLaurin. I have a sticker right there that says, I heart Terry. Uh, He's one of my favorite players in the league. I don't think we get the the massive breakout this year. Um, Quarterback play just won't be good enough. And I think his, his career trajectory is going to follow that of Allen Robinson. Great wide receiver, bad quarterbacks, ends up being pretty darn good. And then eventually, maybe like five years from now, he'll be re- rewarded with a good quarterback. Uh, but Terry McLaurin will be a solid wide receiver one, a low-end one. But he will be solid and consistent. I think he's the bona fide um, top option in Washington. So he does crack the top 12, but he's not as high as I I would like him to be. Number thirteen, Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen is a very good wide receiver with a good rookie quarterback. Uh, he he always finishes pretty high. I'm not quite sure why so many people like seem to dislike Keenan Allen. I see him ranked very very low sometimes, which always just kind of confuses me a little bit. But he's been a very consistent wide receiver when he's healthy, and I think if he's healthy with just with a uh, Justin Herbert, he will have a good season once again. I don't think it'll be a massive Ah Keenan Allen season because I think Justin Herbert will regress a bit. I don't see the level of efficiency we saw from him last year. I think he'll take a little step back. Uh, but Keenan Allen will still be a good wide receiver. And that finishes. Well, that was a bonus because I was going to get my top 12. I'll just read off the next ones without all my reasonings because I, I wasn't able to write out my notes for them exactly. But number 14 is Mike Evans. Number 15 is Michael Thomas. Number 16 is Chris Godwin. Number 17 is Amari Cooper. And number 18 is Kenny Galladay. That rounds it out to top 18. So yeah, those are my top 18 wide receivers. The top 12, I went a little bit in depth to give you all the rationale, and I will make a 12 through 24. Once I have it all statted out and my notes written, but I want to provide the best content for you all and content that displays my actual thoughts. I don't usually like to just give rankings without explanations because it's easy to take things out of context. Um for both you and me. I want to explain things. So that will wrap up this video. And I will be back with my top 12 quarterbacks soon. I did top 12 running backs last week. So I'll do top 12 quarterbacks next. And then we'll start making our way through the other ones. And then I will start doing uh, videos on specific players that are requested in the comment section. So drop some players you're interested about. One of the videos queued up is going to be about Ezekiel Elliott because people were uh, surprised. They weren't mad. They were surprised that he wasn't in my top 12 running backs. And I'm going to make a video explaining that more in depth, Uh, which I learned last time that if I have like a surprising guy not in my rankings, I should explain why. Which is what I did with Julio Jones before the start of this video but yeah if there are any other players that you want some more in-depth uh, videos on some explanations about why I have them ranked why I don't have them ranked then then just drop that below and I will see you next time for the quarterback rankings make sure you hit that subscribe button don't just don't just hit the subscribe button I want you to I want you to smack that subscribe button and uh give a like as well or, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>